Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'm Austin Bechtold with your fan headline, Super Bowl 58. This Sunday, Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers in Las Vegas, 6.30. You can hear the game right here on 93.7 The Fan. Westwood One's coverage begins at 2 p.m. 3-0 win for the Penguins last night against the Winnipeg Jets at home. Tristan Jari with the shutout, his sixth of the season. That leads the NHL. Chris Tank, Jeff Carter, Brian Russ from the back of the net. Headlines, Power Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 93.7thefan.com. Well, the week began with the big news that Ron Cook is headed off into the sunset. Many of them, we would presume, in Florida. Fort Myers, Florida, that's where Ron is headed. And as I mentioned the other day, every single person I've reached out to this week to wish Ron a good send-off and just their good wishes in general has immediately texted back they'd be willing to do it and the following Legend, Pittsburgh sports legend, is no exception, and that's the great Mel Blunt, who is on the Sullivan Super Service fan hotline. Sullivan Super Service providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Mel, it's a pleasure to have you on today, and I introduce you to Ron Cook, but I know you already know him well. Hey, well, good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> when I was texted about Ron's uh, retirement, I a little bit shocked, but then I know that, you know, he has uh, other things that he want to do with his life, but he's been a great uh, ambassador for the city of Pittsburgh, a great, great sports writer. Just it's been good for everybody. So, Ron, I just want to say uh, congratulations, man, and I hope the very best for you. But the one thing I got to tell you, Ron, now you remember when you came to Georgia and, and uh, you always told this story about me killing that rouse. I still right? tell it all the time, <laughs> Mel. Hey, but look, I'm just warning you, when you go to Florida, man, mm. there's a lot of snakes. A lot of there, snakes. So. You know, it's so funny. There's snakes and alligators both, right? I mean, <laughs> I, but you know what? I'd take on an alligator. I'm scared to death of the snakes. And when you when you killed that, you stepped on its head. And I'll never forget you said, head dies, body follows. And, and, he, and he says, Ron, go, go fetch a burlap bag in the back of the Jeep. We're going down across his farm. And he said, hold the bag open. And I'm literally like, I couldn't be further away trying to hold the bag. And he picks it up, drops it in. He puts it behind me in the Jeep. And I keep looking over my shoulder. He goes, Ron, it's dead. It's dead. <laughs> true story, right, Mel? That, is, that definitely is a true story. But what's so amazing about that? See, you didn't know. Now, my brother takes and skin those snakes and sells the skin. So when you see all these uh purses and all that from snakeskin that's it's guys like that out there doing it but right look back to you man i just want to tell you what you know you've been a great friend and uh i just really wish you the best uh and just a long happy life down there in florida so thank you mel you deserve it my man you I, deserve it. before we go i think joe wants to say something to you he just saw a couple videos which are unbelievable that Ron just sent me, Mel, which is a view. Uh, 
riding horses. I don't know. Are you, are you bucking Broncos there? Are you still doing that? What You know how strong – well, you do. You know how strong you have to be to do that. I don't know if people are aware of that. The videos are remarkable. Well, I, I ride cutting horses, uh, Joe, and I, I, you know what? I tell people all the time that's been um, – it's been something that I grew up actually as a young kid on a farm in Georgia, plowing mules and riding in sleds and wagons, and uh, it just never got out of my system. And it's been something that's it, it's my therapy now. That's you know, a lot of people go to they go to therapy, and you know, and I go out on the farm and I sell off a horse and I go ride, mm. train, and show and compete. So yeah. That's what I do, man. Remarkable. And I'm also wondering if we can extend the conversation a little bit, Mel. And I know you're in Vegas right now. I'm assuming uh, that you're there. Looking, yes, I am. Looking back on, on the 70s Steelers and what they accomplished, it's not like you've never talked about this before, but four Super Bowls in six years. How do you, yeah. how do you view that run that you guys had and what do you think was the secret to it? Was it purely just having more talent than everybody? Well, I think there, it was a lot of things. I think, uh, you know, obviously good, good ownership and good coaching. Uh, Chuck No was, uh, you know, uh, just, I don't think he get enough credit really for what he was able to accomplish and what kind of coach he was, but, it was, it was a combination of that, combination of just great talent, great men of character. I think we all was young and wanted, you know, we wanted something out of life. And and we saw uh, football as a, you know, as basically a stepping stone to help us get to where we want to be. And, you know, so I think that really the measure of any person is is not, you know, where they are at this particular point in their life that where they're struggling and striving to get to and uh, I think we all got to that place in our lives where we're you know we feel like we've been successful because that's the thing we was pursuing uh, and you know uh, the older I get I look back at that and it's just an incredible I'm, I'm saying Lord why me you know uh, I'm, I was blessed to be a part of that and to be around such great players and great coaches. Mel, I just, I'm going to ask you to tell the story one more time about how they changed the rules, the game for you. And you didn't like it at first, but man, it, you, it, it says a lot about the respect for you, doesn't it? Well, I tell you what, uh, when they changed the rule, uh, we played under that rule in 1978. And so I'll never forget Chuck Noll uh, flew all the guys who wasn't in town, all the defensive bikes. We, we came in, and they were talking about the rule change and how we had to play differently. Uh, but, yeah, I, I didn't like it because I thought it was an in, insult saying that, hey, that's the only way you know how to play. Um, but, you know, the old I get and when my kids talk about it and when they talk to their friends and, and now even my grandkids talk about, Papa, they changed the rule because of you. I mean, so, you know, I'm a pretty cool Papa right now. So <laughs> <laughs> so the kids think so anyway. No, but I don't know if you uh, 
uh, in 19, we played a game in 1977 against the uh, Bengals in Pittsburgh. And Trumpy, uh, Bob Trumpy, who was a tight end for the, uh, can, for the Cincinnati Bengals, can, came out into the flat. So Ken Stable throws this ball. I react to the ball and really unintentionally uh, broke his jaw. I mean, we collided, and unfortunately, he got hurt. Uh, and then a play later, um, Isaac Curtis was trying to get off the line of scrimmage, so I'm jamming him, and he couldn't get out. In the meantime, Paul Brown was on that competition committee, so all that stuff. <clears throat> and plus, <laughs> he, um, they, uh, Pete Roselle and Art McNally, those guys, had Dan Rooney just fly me, but basically say I had to come. It was no option. You got to come to the league office in New York. So uh, me and Danny Farron, who was uh, he was in the front office with the um, Steelers at the time, we went up there and they ran these films back. We we were in this meeting room with Art McMalley and Roselle and all of his guys. And they were running this playback and running this playback. And I said, you know what? Until they change the rules, I'm going to continue to play that way. Mm. And don't you know, in 1978, the rule, they changed the, the off season of 1977. It went into effect in 1978. And they call it the Mel Blunt rule. So that's kind of a, a backdrop of that story. And um, But what happened, it changed the whole game. Because if you remember, uh, Bradshaw, Swan, Starworth, they went crazy. Bradshaw was – I mean, they – that it opened up the offensive game around the league. And um, we went on to win two more Super Bowls behind that. But it really didn't affect us on defense because we had great players. We could play any way they wanted to play. And, um, you know, so I think that the rule change, when you look at the game today – um, that rule changed not only the way they play defense, but it opened up the offense too and allowed the offense to be able to score more. Mel Blunt on the Sullivan Super Service fan hotline, just a couple more minutes. Uh, of those four Super Bowls, Mel, I think <clears throat> the second one against Dallas might have been the most talent on one football field in the history of the league, not to mention the coaches, the executives, uh, just tons of Hall of Famers. That was a great game. The Rams game was really a great game. But from the Steelers that I've talked to, it's the first one that is the most special one because it was first. Is that the way it is for you? Well, they all were special, but I think, yeah, the first game, the first Super Bowl game because, I mean, you know, the Steelers, we had never been anywhere in the history of the Steelers. Uh, and to go and win a Super Bowl, my God. I mean, it's just like the immaculate reception. We had – you know, until Franco came along, we never we never won a playoff game, and so I think uh, I think yeah, you know when you look at that first Super Bowl, we were a team who wasn't supposed to be there, and um, you know it was the purple people eaters, and uh, you know we were just a team that they were playing, and so when when the dust settled, uh, you know it was. To me, it, it was one of the most, uh, I, I think, electrifying defensive games. You know, L.C. batting the ball down, uh, 
just you know total dominance on the on the defensive side of the ball. I think, and it was special because the fans they got something that they had never experienced before, and, and the the league, the the Steelers. I mean, it was it was just a great uh, victory. Uh, and it was a great way to kick off the seventies for us. And so, yeah, that game is, it was special and it will always be a special place in my heart. Mel, we did our show from the hall of fame a couple weeks ago, saw your bust. Um, and I know how proud you are of that, but I got to think you're even more proud of the work you've done, uh, with your boys home and, uh, helping hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of troubled kids. Well, Ron, you know, it all stems from just God giving me a platform to work from and having the influence to uh, work with young people and work with corporate America to get the support that you need to do what we do. And it, it's a team effort, but it's a, it's a bigger and broader uh, team and a broader reach because it takes a lot of people to do what we do. And I'm so grateful for the support. And speaking of that, um, April 12th, we're honoring Bill Cower at our celebrity roast to raise funds to continue our work. And so uh, we're excited about what we're doing, the kids that we're helping. We got a lot of kids now in college, and we're providing scholarships for them and continuing to reach the young people that we can we can reach. And we need uh, we need support, but then we need other young people. And that's why I'm excited to see what other Steelers are doing, like Charlie Batch. He has the Batch Foundation and Jerome Bettis, the bus stop here. I mean, we need everybody because we've got so many issues going on out there with our young people and so many challenges that they are facing. And so uh, we have this platform to work from, and, and I encourage all the anybody, whether you're a stiller or a business person or whatever, to spend as much time working with our young people because that's our future and the world that we expect to come is going to be because of these people. They'll be the ones who are leading it, making decisions. And um, so, yeah, we're doing everything we can and hoping that we can create a better person for tomorrow. Mel, I'm sure Joe will have you on again to promote that event. Um and if I if well, I happen if I happen to see a snake in Florida, I'm gonna be running away from it, screaming, "Darn you, Mel Blunt!" <laughs> no, just hey, just do what I did. Just step on his head, man. It'll die. <laughs> I I will run so fast away from him, Mel. Take care, man. Well, look, Thank you for okay. calling in. Hey, and and Ron, congratulations, man. Uh, you're a dear friend, and I wish you the very best in your uh, retirement. And just enjoy Florida and watch out for the snakes. I'll be in <laughs> touch, Mel. Thank you. Thank you, okay, Mel. Okay, guys. Thanks. Bye. How about wow. that, huh? How about that? He's right about changing the game. The rule he's talking about is you could beat up wide receivers. Yeah. Oakland beat out beat up Swan all the time. Well, he did that to wide receivers, too, and then they put in the five-yard bump rule. You can't touch him beyond five yards around the line of scrimmage. That makes two Steelers who got NFL rules changed because they broke somebody's jaw, him and Hines. <laughs> that is amazing. But that is an absolutely true story about the rattlesnake. I'll never, ever forget it. I would have had to have been airlifted oh, out of that farm. Oh, 
if you just saw, he puts it behind me in that burlap bag, and I'm looking over my shoulder. He goes, Ron, it's dead. Trust me, it's no, dead. No, I've seen dead snakes come to life. There was a story in a New York City restaurant, I think, where the guy chopped a snake in half, and it still attacked him. You can't be sure they're dead. Well, he said head dies, body follows. I think cutting I them in half, it. the head still works. You know? Well, that's true. So, yeah. uh, but how do, you, how do you know? what? No, I, I'm not carrying a dead snake in a bag. He has done so much good for kids. He really has. I know, for years and years now. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit him at southhillskia.net. Text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates Personal Injury Law Firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. We've only just begun here. Jay Caulfield at noon, Kabali at 1230, mystery guests at 1245 and 1. And guess what I have right before me here for, for what's coming next, Ron? Uh-oh, what is that? Ray Fittipaldo's first mock draft. <laughs> At first, well, he always tease Ray. You know, he does 12 of them, and eventually he's going to get one right, right? I'm going to tell you who he has the Steelers taking next. And I went out to Twitter and solicited um, all kinds of thoughts, remembrances of food items named after Pittsburgh sports figures. You won't believe how many have rolled in here. I can't, we'll go over that next. I can't wait to do that, too. Ron? Joe, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing, Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. You hear me talk about the 50 trucks out on the road every day, and you hear me say they have the best equipment and the best techs in the business, and that's absolutely true. One of the ways I see this is uh, with their trenchless pipelining techniques. What that is is if you have a fractured sewer line, and they used to have them in my neighborhood, uh, in Chippewa Township, uh, Clearview Street, Beaver Falls, you'd have to dig up the yard, dig up the driveway, and it was costly. It was expensive. It was messy. It was time-consuming. Now, with the techniques that Mr. Rooter Plumbing has, they do the job a lot more efficiently and at a lot cheaper price. Who doesn't like that? Write down a number. Now, you don't have to have a, a major plumbing problem like that. Something simple like a broken water heater or a backed-up sewer. Still the only number to call, 412-ROOTER2, 412-ROOTER2. The website's a really good one, MrRooterPittsburgh.com. Going on 21 years in this market, Bob Beal has built a plumbing company empire. I can't recommend him enough. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. Pitt basketball against NC State. Big game for the Panthers. Pitt's 8-6 and six in the conference. Looking to try to get it 500. Panthers are tied for 8th place currently in the ACC. Super Bowl Sunday between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers in Las Vegas at 6.30. You can hear the game right here on 93.7 The Fan with Westwood One's coverage beginning at 2 p.m. Headlines powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open. For more, go to 93.7thefan.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Ron, everything that's happening is now the last time. We just talked to Mel Blunt about how there's nothing like the first time. That's why even though maybe you beat some better teams in the 70s and those Cowboys teams, maybe 
some were better games. There's nothing like the first time, and now everything we do is the last time. This is the last time we're going to have pizza together on a Wednesday. You know what I'm really looking forward to when I get to Florida, though? What? <laughs> That's a little po- – unfortunately, this is only a diet yeah. Dr. Pepper. But. Now, here's what I sense. I sense that today is the elation part of the feeling that, that you have. I think I, I, like like grief – well, it is grief in a way, but I think you, you we go through different stages, and today you're elated. I think tomorrow the sadness might come. Uh, I, I have no for idea both of us. how I'm even going to get through it. I really don't. Well, let's enjoy today while you're elated. Um, let's do that. And we have a slice of Broadway, great pizza. They've been great to us over the years, haven't they? One Man, thing we could count every on. Every Wednesday you can count on it. Every single Wednesday. You wouldn't believe the number of responses that I got. I don't even, how did this come up earlier today? Why were we talking about food named after Pittsburgh athletes? I don't know. You ask anybody have a candy bar, and I don't know why. Who were we talking to? We've talked to Mel Blunt. Anybody else? I don't remember why we talked about it. Do you? City limits? I don't, but the Roethlisberger's one that came to mind afterward, thinking about it a little bit at Pepe's. That, yeah, and listen to some of these. The Latang peanut butter bar, number 58. There's his photo on a candy bar, Ron. <laughs> the Tommy Gun Flakes with Tommy Maddox, Tommy Maddox on the cover. Tommy Gun. The Arnold Palmer. That might be the most famous one of all. You ever yeah, drank I, one of those? I, I drink them all the time. I, uh, You know, some of the press boxes, uh, I think it's the Penguins. They have iced tea and lemonade. Mix right. them together. Right. Perfect. Uh, somebody wonders... If the Clark bar was named after Ryan Clark, I don't think that's a serious inquiry. But nope. the Yager peanut butter, I knew it was peanut you said butter. Peanut butter. I knew it was peanut butter. Big Ben's beef jerky. You remember that, Ron? I told you I have the Big Ben barbecue sauce. Somebody says Rico Fata was. No, that's not, not even. That's not even good. Uh, Jerome Bettis World Championship Crunch. I don't remember that. Look at this. Here's Bettis on the cover of his own cereal. <laughs> World Championship Crunch. How about Jumpin' Juju's Crunch after Juju Smith-Schuster? I don't remember that. He had that. his own cereal limits. You remember that? How about it? He was here the long Juju enough cereal. to get his own yes. cereal. Did you ever eat that? No, I did not. Looks like Captain Crunch, actually. And there's the Yager peanut butter in a, in a bar. Someone said a Bubby bar. A Bubby Brister bar? Is That's, that true? That would be the only Bubby. My dog was named Bubby. I have a I hard think, time believing that. I don't think that. they named a candy bar after my dog, Bubby. Of course, the Mario bun, which was it looks like the Reggie bar. It's a little round, like a hockey puck. Yeah. Brilliant, the Mario bun. The Mario bun. King's Restaurant had a Tommy Maddox Tommy Gun pulled pork sandwich. Did you ever have that? I never did. I think Zeiss has a sandwich named after him. You and Bob are close because you're on a cup together. Of, of right? the hot dog shop, yes. Exactly. Jurgles, they used to have, they used to have these uh, poppers, like peppers stuffed with cheese, and it was on their menu, and it had Ron Cook's favorite on it, on the menu. Franco's Italian Sausage from Isley's? There had to be a lot of, more than one Is that Franco how you pronounce thing. that, Isley's? Isley's. Chip-chopped ham. You never heard of Isley's chip-chopped ham? Yes, I didn't know how to pronounce favorite, it when I saw it's it. It's a in delicacy print. here. Colby Armstrong Burger at 31 in Bridgeville. I'll tell you who else has a sandwich named after him. The man we're going to talk to uh, at 
12 o'clock at the Deck House in Cranberry, the Big 16, the big man uh, sandwich, Jay Caulfield. We have a, yes, exactly. We have a box of these somewhere in the office, Flurry Flakes. Yeah, that was one, something that the texter pointed out. Have you ever eaten those? Flurry Flakes, no. Mr. P? I've seen the box, but never never eaten them I've before. never had those. How about a Jake I, Shake? I, Josh Allen is still around <laughs> the Jake here shake, somewhere. Yes. Those are great. My kid had a Jake Shake at the game last night. The Jake night. Shake. How can we forget that? Casparitis's Kosh, what is it? Casparitis's Crunchers Pickles? Casparitis Pickles. Never heard of those. My kid great. had a Jake Shake last night at the game. Casparitis is my all time favorite athlete here to talk to, incidentally, Ron, as an you, aside. You've always said that. Who are yours other than Bettis? Oh, I mean, the one guy we just had on, Mel Blunt. Yeah. Right at the top of the list. I mean, Doc Emery. Uh, guys, every guy that you've put on here pretty much these last three days are my favorites. Terry Rick, Bradshaw. Rick Tockett. I mean, my yeah. goodness. Oh, Rick Tockett. Incredible to talk. Terry Bradshaw, peanut butter. There should be a cookie beer, somebody says. There should be a cookie beer. There was a 93.7 The Fan Beer. Remember that? Yeah. They would yeah. bring us cans of it? I don't know if it was worth drinking. Did you ever drink one? I don't remember ever drinking it. Didn't strike me as being the highest quality of beer. Tommy Gunn had a barbecue sauce, too. And that pretty much exhausts that. Anything else, Mr. P? I'm starting to like Mr. P, Ron. Like he I'm starting TV. to like it less and less. <laughs> he doesn't like it. <laughs> Why not? I think City Limits is good and unique. I know, but so is Mr. P. People have started calling me that, actually, around, the, around the office. All right, I'll yeah. stick with City Limits. I Paul mean, Alexander oh, loves I guess, it. I think it's a natural yeah. fit. I mean, not a lot of people. Do a lot of people know the show? I don't know. Austin City Limits, it's a music show, right? I just think it's a cool play on words as well. The only problem is sometimes I say it and I feel like people don't know I'm referring to a person. Like it's an odd nickname for a person. But once they get used to it, CL maybe sometimes for short. Callers sometimes call in and say, hello, City Limits. I want to talk to the guys. Oh, uh, Folsey. <laughs> it took off, didn't it? Folsey. Wasn't C? Oh, that was C.S. Lewis. I was going to say C.L. Lewis. Uh, anyway, Ron, <clears throat> I mentioned to you that Ray Fittipaldo's seven-round mock draft is out. Would you like to hear his first-round uh, pick for the Steelers? I'd love to hear his first, second, and third-round picks. <clears throat> it's the guy that I have fallen in love with. The center. Yes. He likes him, too. What's his name? Jackson Powers Johnson. What a name. You should see the photo of this guy. Where's he from? He's from, uh, is it Oregon? Where's he from? I don't know. Six feet, six foot three, 334 pounds. That's a, yeah, he's, that's from, a, he's from Oregon. That's a large man. <clears throat> and Ray said watching him, he moves around great. He just, he kills people. I'm game for that, are you? Center would be good. Anchor that offensive line. The number two pick, Darius Robinson of Missouri, 6'5", 291. Defensive end. Sign me up for a defensive lineman. Yep. You like that? I do. Number three. Where's a wide receiver? Well, he's a cornerback three from Michigan, and then wide receiver uh, Javon Baker of Central Florida, 6'1", 208 in round four, 119. Too late for you? No, I mean, I, I think all those needs. I mean, a center for sure, a, a defensive lineman. A, a, you know, yeah, I think wide receiver, cornerback. I you need them all. They need them all. They really need a quarterback. 
Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. We're coming up here on the 50-minute mark, brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township. Celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Ron, in round six, he's got them taking a punter. Are you in favor of that? One Tory Taylor, 6'4", 231. This guy's going to make Daniel Sepulveda look like Craigers. What position? Or Crowley. You said a punter? A punter, yeah. That's a big man. A Sp- Sepulveda was a big man, too. He was a hell of an athlete, yeah, if you was. remember correctly. Yeah. He'd make some tackles, wouldn't he? Yeah. I'm happy with this draft, and I'm glad that Ray did it. You? Yeah. Ray knows his stuff because he was at the Senior Bowl. He, he saw, saw this. He, he he told us on the air Friday that he loves this center. City limits, do Oregon. we still have people on the lines wanting to fate Ron on his way out? We do. We have a bunch. Let's do that. We're going to Jay Caulfield at the top of the hour. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. I have 51 today. My driver's in, Ron, and I also oh, have— Oh, did yeah, you? Did yeah, you? You, you yeah. haven't tried it yet? No. I Well, I tried the, 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 the model for it, but the actual one How did it feel? is waiting how did for it me. Feel? Oh, you haven't picked it up yet? If, uh, I can't wait to pick I it up. I want to see how it feels yeah, in I, your I, hands. And, and then I'm going to take some drives. I just—I can't wait. I'm going right out to Vet Myers. But Range. you're not going to play today? Not 18 holes, but I'm going to hit 1,800 drives. Okay. 1,700 of which will be shanked. <laughs> Let's go to the lines. The other 100 will be sliced. <laughs> Ryan in Brookline. Hey, guys. Long-time caller of the show. Ron, I would like to say i um, 49. I grew up reading your articles in high school in uh, 92, you and Ed Bouchette. Um, I love the way you write. You're inspiring. You still have it. You're a Hall of Famer in my book. Uh, the city is going to miss you. Uh, you did so much good in your writing and your journalism, just, uh, your points, your opinions, um, just love hearing what you had to say. And, uh, from a fan, you, I'm a fan of yours and, uh, thank you for giving Pittsburgh, uh, all those great years. I greatly appreciate, I can't wait to read your one last time on Sunday. Brian, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to call your words mean a lot, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Ron. That was really nice. Limits, who's next? Frank in Ohio said that he coached Ron in baseball. Oh, no. Not this oh, guy. Oh, wow. Not this guy. Hey. Hello, Frank. Hey, Ronnie. Ronnie, do you remember where we met? No, Frank. Frank LaLama was my high school baseball coach. Also coached me in football. I'm not quite sure I remember where we met. I just remember yeah. I remember you vividly. He was oh. he was my high school baseball. How coach. good was he, Frank? <laughs> lie, Frank. Come on, I'll give you some money hey, if you I lie. Hear, I hear he could he hit. Was a, he was a solid second baseman. He had a home run against Beaver Falls. I did. did I you? told you, let off oh, the yeah, game. Yeah, that's against right. the star he, he, pitcher. He, he, lit, he lit it up that day. He Frank, lit it up. Frank, did he have a beard back in high school? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I gotta I gotta tell you the story. Please, I met Ron in Highlands Gym. When we when the, when the coaches would go over there and he was in ninth grade or something like that, we were trying to look into who could play baseball, who could play football. Well, I'm talking to this kid that's about 14 years old and it's Ronnie, and he tells me then, "I want to get in journalism, coach." I said, "Well, that's great. I'm the newspaper advisor, so you can probably write for me if you want to." 
How about that? that? That's that's a true story. I've I've always wanted to do what I do. I mean, it, it just. Yeah. And he said, he told me I'm going to go to the Northwestern University and the Medill School of Journalism. I said, what the hell is the Medill School of Journalism? Uh, I don't, I I don't remember it. telling you that because that was like it was like a miracle oh, that I got accepted. I might have wanted to. I know. It was I a miracle. I even asked me to write you a letter of recommendation. <laughs> I, <laughs> Maybe that's a maybe me. that's a secret, Frank. That's what got me in. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what else got me in. My grades and SAT <laughs> certainly didn't. So how yeah. are you doing? Is your family everybody good? Oh, thank God! Yeah, I count my blessings every day. Well, you were you were a heck of a guy and a heck of a friend, and I appreciate you taking the time to call in. Are you oh, out in Beaver yeah. Falls right now, Frank? Well, he said he's in Ohio. Now. In Ohio. I live in Ohio. I've been in Ohio for thirty some years, forty years almost. I went. To, I got a job in Canton, right near the Hall of Fame. And, oh wow! Uh, and well, this I was, was there a treat. A thousand times, everybody came to visit me. Had to go to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Where did Ron, Ron hit Ron that homer against Beaver Falls? Line drive, or was it more of a moonshot? It was a moonshot. It was over the left field fence. Off the pitcher's name was Gene Polka, who was like oh, right? one of the best pitchers in the area at that point. I stunned him. I stunned him, but yeah. then thanks to Frank's uh, poor coaching, I think we ended up getting beat in the game anyway. So. Oh yeah, no. always blame that you for one... the losses, Frank. That's like what I've done ever since. Right. Always blame the coaches, right? That's right. That's right. And he also played football, but I can't remember where he was on the depth chart. Uh, not very good. I played for a while. I did catch a sixty-eight yard touchdown pass against Wilkins from Goldman. What was his name? Yeah, Joe Golmont. Joe so, threw the pass. He yeah. threw the pass. That was a great, that was a wonderful graduating class that you were in. I, there was more talent there than you could shake a stick at. Well, I remember you guys vividly. You're very. And I remember all your conversations with Zippel and Stanko and all. Oh, my Zippel God. Zippel. I've told you about Zippel. Zippel and Stanko. He was killed in a yeah. car crash when he was mm. like 20. Um, yeah. yeah. And Stanko. You, uh, Frank, your memory is very good, man. And one other thing I got to say, Ronnie. Your parents were a real tribute to you. They were wonderful parents. And they were. I don't I'm know whether they're still alive, but I have to tell you, I thought a lot of them, well, and I admired the way they raised you. That's the nicest thing you've said to me yet, Frank, and uh, I loved them too. I lost my dad in 04 and just my mother a couple years ago. She almost made 98, almost uh, made 98. Well, thank I'm you for calling. Stay that. well. Hey, and Ronnie, good luck in your retirement. If you're ever in Columbiana, look me up. I will do that for sure. Thank you, Frank. All righty. Thank you, Frank. Bye-bye. That was nice, huh? He's my high school baseball coach. Wow. That names, one really hit me there at the end. out of the past. What he said about my parents really hit yeah, me. Yeah, that's so. what I'm talking about. That's the best part. Yeah, let's do one more this hour before we get to Jay. Go ahead. Here is Lou in Staten Island. Lou. All right, Lou. What's up, Lou? Hey, guys. Um, Ron, man, you know, congratulations on your retirement. I heard a couple of days ago uh, the announcement. And, you know, um, you're a classy guy. You're patient with the callers. You know, people like me who are boisterous and, you know, yell and scream. You're always you're just always nice to me when I call, Ron. So I wanted to make sure I said that to you. And You know, Lou, you know, I got um, to mention, yeah. I saw a picture of you. I have a face to I have a face to go with the name. Somebody sent me a, an email with your picture in and said this is Lou from Staten Island. Now I have a face to go with the voice. Ron, you know where that was? Believe it or not, this is so crazy. Fort Myers, Florida, because I have a place in Sarasota. Okay? okay, so 
me and you can hook up anytime you want when you come down. I will. But I'm, I'm in Fort. I'm in, I'm in Fort Myers, Florida, two weeks ago, looking for steel and memorabilia, like I always do. I'm a big collector of stuff, and I'm in I'm in a place, and I have a, a, a Terry Bradshaw plaque in my hand. A guy comes up to me and he says, "You from Pittsburgh?" I'm like, "Well, no, but I love the Steelers." And we start to talk, and he tells me he knows you. So I was like, "Really?" I was like, "Okay, take my picture and, and send it to him." That's that happened two weeks ago, and now here you are moving to Fort Myers. You just can't make it up. <laughs> well, it's, Lou, I appreciate. It. I always enjoy your calls. Because I can feel your passion. I really do. And uh, thank you for calling. And I'm sure Joe will look forward to talking to you many times down the road. John, I'm going to give uh, Ron, the the producer, my phone number. But one quick story. Does always remember Ron Cook and me calling the station? Yeah. The Jesse James game. Okay. I'm at the game. Obviously, we know what happened. That night, I go out and have a couple of pops. Okay. The following morning, I'm driving back to Staten Island. And who do I call? Ron and Pony. And Pony is like me. You know, we're yelling and screaming about the game. And Ron is always voice of reason. I'm never going to forget it. I lose the signal as I'm driving on 78 back to Staten Island. I call back. You put me right back on the air. I got my frustration out, obviously. It was a crazy phone call. But that's the one out of all the calls I've done you over the years that I I remember the most. The outlaw Jesse James. Right, Joe? The outlaw Jesse James. Well, Lou, thank you so much. Yep. Thank you for calling in, Lou. Stay well. We'll talk again. Okay. See you guys man. take care. Run. Love you, man. Take care. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. He's, Ron, a, he's a good caller. If you hook up with all these people that say they're going to hook up with you in Florida, I might never have to buy a beer in Florida. You're going to be busier than you were before retirement. And I might have free and free life. Ever. <laughs> Here's, Left and right. Listen, on February 24th in Fort Myers, you've been invited now by three or four different people. Greg Brown and Neil Walker are working the game from the booth. They said they'll see to it that you have a seat and a constant flow of beer. They may hook you up to an IV of beer. <laughs> Plus, Sheltie invited you Sheltie to that game. Sheltie said, He'll I come better out of be the there. Dugout. Nobody watches those games anyway. Nobody He'll come does. out and sit with you during the game. <laughs> right? <laughs> Mr. P, you agree? Wouldn't that be great? That would be tremendous. Uh, we got a Mr. P snuck uh, in. Another there. one. Another one. <laughs> Starting to catch with me. Ron is taking my back on this. I know. I got to stop. Except it's so good, Mr. P. It is. Uh, Called, like, is there anybody else that's named... Anything P in, at the station that's a producer? No, that's the no. thing. It's very special. But I'm going to stick with City Limits. I'm and up not. next, we have Jay Caulfield. Good to talk to him after a win last night. Yeah, huh? he's been great to us over the years and a good friend of Ron's. And we knew he was going to be on this week, so this is going to be great. He's coming up next. First, I'm going back into the archives for some of the best Gina Giampetro stories. And one of them <clears throat> comes from Sam and Mary. Mary and Sam, you might call them. How often are you giving someone a perfect review? Rarely happens. But Mary and Sam from Crafton were so happy with Gina, they gave her five stars. They say she was awesome to work with, expert negotiator, honest, honest, honest from beginning to end. Everything she brought to the table for them worked and was born of Gina's experience with this market. She gave them a realtor they could trust. She had their backs every step of the way and did a perfect job. And whether you're buying or selling a home, you'll know Gina can get the job done for you too. You can't lose, first of all. Gina sits down with you. You agree on a price and a deadline. Deadline passes. Home isn't sold. Gina will have it bought and turned into a rental. Call the only agent I would trust if I needed to sell my home in Pittsburgh. Gina G. and Petro of REMAX Select Realty. 
Call Gina, 724-602-9752. Google Gene Petro of Remax Select Realty and look up GinaWillSellYourHome.com. That's GinaWillSellYourHome.com. I'm Austin Bexel with your fan headlines tonight. Pitt basketball against NC State. 7 o'clock, you can hear it right here on 93.7. The fan beginning at 6.30. Panthers are tied for 8th place in the ACC, 5-6 and six in the conference. Pittsburgh Stadium Authority Board has given the executive director the authority to enter in agreements with the NFL and also the Steelers trying to get the NFL draft to Pittsburgh expected to be in either 2026 or 2027 as the possibilities. Penguins were 3-0 winners last night against the Winnipeg Jets. Tristan Jari, his lead League high six shutout of the season. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. And now, here's Joe. Thank you, City Limits. You've heard me talk before about the foot pain that I have experienced right in the joints of my big toes. And I can actually hear my feet yelling up to me. You know what they yelled. Help me. Exactly. (laughs) That's what they said. That's exactly what they said, City Limits. And they said it just like that. And I tried and tried, honestly, and it was it was a bummer. I basically had to quit pickup basketball because of that. Eh. And the torn Achilles I suffered uh, in a game against Pony in which I was leading a best of three, one game to none in 1916 in game two and was about to sweep him. But that's beside the point. Um, foot pain is a drag, and the Good Feet store has worked for me. How? They're Good Feet footworts. That's how. And they have a, a system whereby you don't have to get a new pair of shoes or anything. They fit right in your shoes, whatever shoes you have, and then you feel the pain start to go away. I sure did. It can work for you. It worked for me. Whether it's pain and burning maybe in the balls of your feet, whether it's plantar fasciitis, sharp pain in your heel, needles in the heel, can happen when you wake up in the morning. It can definitely be triggered, I know, when you start something new, new exercise regimen, things like that, maybe you want to get one started here in the new year, and this will shut you down in a hurry, try the Good Feet Store Pain Relief Solution. I went to the one in Robinson Town Center across from Ikea. There's another one in Cranberry Township on Route 19 North next to Walgreens. Check them out at goodfeet.com. Come on in and try the Good Feet Feeling today. Comfort, energy, performance, and pain relief at the Good Feet store. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.